You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and a host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below right now. I hope you are sipping on some fizzy housewives-inspired wine for yourself. Packing a punch at 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. It is my no-filter wine. I like to call it my housewives-watching wine because when I'm on the couch and I'm watching Erica Jane piss off the other ladies or I'm watching Sutton have a meltdown, you best believe I got out my cut down my drinking or what or what i've also got out sweetie i'm gone with the wine fabulous on the real housewives of atlanta nights like when we got we saw sheree and she got stood up i was like oh no i was chugging my no filter rose so if you are watching housewives yelling at the tv feeling every emotion with these women you're going to want to stock up on what i'm calling some housewives watching wine and that's my no filter wine which is available at nofilterwine.com we also just w- launched our wine subscriptions so those are available so you can now get them sent to you on the regs you can go to nofilterwine.com select the variety pack and then right there when you select the quantity you're allowed to select how frequently you want your order to be coming to you so go right now nofilterwine.com like i said it's 13% alcohol by volume so you will get litty city it's strong yo it's is it's, it's gonna pack a punch but there's less than a gram of sugar so you don't get that gnarly wine headache it is in a can and some people are like ew wine in a can it's like well fuck off bitch it's better than wine in a box and it's delicious okay it's light it's fizzy it's crisp, it's fresh, it's perfect for summer, so you can throw it in your ice chest, you can sneak it out by the pool, it's pool safe because it's not going to break because it's not glass, so you can bring it around the pool, um, it's easy to sneak into your Uber, just lots lots of good, good, easy ways to carry your no-filter wine, so go to nofilterwine.com, that's nofilterwine.com, we got four fun designs inspired by Beverly Hills, Atlanta, Salt Lake City, and New Jersey, my personal favorite right now is I'm not going out to tonight i'm disengaging which is kind of the vibe that i have all the time so head over to nofilterwine.com all right i'm excited because today's guest is uh, she's very so hot and it's almost too hot to handle which you may remember her from on netflix is too hot to handle but not only that she also then went and took over the circle coming in the top two Please welcome the host of Bangin' with Chloe Veach, the one, the only, the bangin', Chloe Veach. Woohoo! Thank you so much for having me on here. Oh my God, you just hyped me up. I think I might pay you to be my my hype queen. I'll record an intro for you so every morning you can just have those daily affirmations. You can I think I need up. it. <laughs> How are you doing, Chloe? You've been tearing up the TV scene ever since we saw you on Too Hot to Handle. Oh, don't. Honestly, it's like a dream come true. I used to work in a chip shop and now I'm just always on Netflix, which is just weird because I'm like that imposter syndrome comes in like, really? They want me again? Yes. Which is just crazy, but I love it. Because they even used you to like promote Love is Blind. Yeah, and you know what? I bumped into a member of Love is Blind and they were actually genuinely upset. They were like, Chloe, I can't believe that they used you to promote the new season of Love is Blind when we were the people that were on the show. 
And I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't realise. And then I got loads of people messaging me saying, why are you lying? You weren't on Love is Blind. Please don't at me at Netflix. (laughs) Right. Well, I think obviously they're going to use you because you were on two other successful shows for Netflix. And people are like, okay, people know Chloe. They like Chloe. She was on Too Hot to Handle, which is a dating show. So it just made the most sense. Like they should be grateful that they had Chloe Veach there to promote, to be the lead in so that people will want to watch Love is Blind. Thank you very much. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is is what I mean. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> Would you do Love is Blind? Probably not, only because I've got serious commitment issues. I'm not going to lie. Mm, what are your commitment issues? I just can't settle down. I don't know what it is. I mean, I start liking someone and then skeletons start coming out the closet. And I'm like, uh-uh, sorry, I can't. Their skeletons or your skeletons? They're both. <laughs> See, I know for me, I'm now 29 and I've been single my entire life. I've never been in a relationship. And I'm like, is it because I have too high of standards? But like for me, it's kind of like I'm not willing to settle. I feel like for me, I'm pretty like, you know, I know what I want. I'm very ambitious. I have accomplished a lot in my 20s and I just don't want to compromise you know, what I want in life and what my values and priorities are for somebody that might not fit that light. Like you have to really be the perfect puzzle piece to fit right in. But I'm kind of like, is that unrealistic though? I mean, anyone fits in me. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Well, no, I will say not everyone fits in me and I will be, I'm very, (laughs) I'm very much like, "Mm, that's a little beyond, that's too, that's too tall to ride this ride. No, thank you. Yeah, I get what you mean. I mean, expectations nowadays. I, to be honest, my friend always says this, you're either in a drought, like a famine mm-hmm. or a feast. So I get points in being single where I'm like constantly talking to loads of guys, that's the feast. Or I'm in a famine where like there's no one that I'm talking to and my, my phone is dry. So at the minute I'm talking to someone don't know where it's going to go but then a couple months ago it was completely famine so do I need to hire my expectations do you find that in the famine stage that's when guys start to kind of like swarm in Mm, I mean in the famine stage no or it's just like it's totally there's nothing going on it is not sausage season yeah I'm either crying over a guy in the famine stage or obsessing over a guy that's not obsessing over me, or just never getting a reply back. People always think, because I've been on so many Netflix shows, that my DMs will be flooded. I'm telling you now, okay, they are not. (laughs) They are not. I don't know what's wrong with me. Do you think it's because you welcome it that guys are like, uh... They, they're like, uh, I, they like the chase, you know, I like guys like to chase something. And then once they get the tennis ball, then they're kind of like, eh. Yeah. And you know what it winds me up because even my friends, right. They play games and they're like, you Chloe, you can't reply within three hours. You need to wait. <laughs> I haven't got time for that. No. I'm sorry. I'm a busy girl. I can't be sat around waiting for three hours thinking about what to say. Yeah. Yeah, probably, probably because. Well, especially because over those three hours, all I'm thinking about is, okay, when do I get to reply? When do I get to reply? What am I going to say? Like, you're not able to focus for those three hours. You have to wait to respond to somebody. 
Mm. You know what you have to do? You have to put the mute notifications on. That way you don't see their notifications. That way you're just kind of intentionally doing going about your life and you don't even realize that they're blowing you up. See, I've done that before. But then I'm constantly going on my <laughs> my archived and I'm like, have they replied? Have they not? Do you know what my friend does, right? This is a little insider tip for anyone that's listening as well. It's a really good move. I haven't tried it personally, but my friend... I'm not going to name names, but she deletes her WhatsApp profile picture. So WhatsApp is like just an app, a communication app, right. like text messages, right, in the UK. And she deletes her profile picture so it looks like she hasn't got one. So the guy that she messages thinks that she's blocked him. Oh, see, there are so yeah. many games. So then he messages her to say, have you blocked me? And she's like, no, why? Just to get him to message. I just don't get it. <laughs> See, that's a full-time job in and of itself. I deleted all of my dating apps because I'm like, I just can't even give it the mental like energy anymore. Mm-hmm. It's too much time. Con- it's too time consuming. Like, listen, I, you know, I don't have time for it. I mean, I still believe in the romantic fairy tale relationship, love at first sight, mm. falling in love with each other and going on like massive adventure trips. But it just hasn't happened yet. That's why you need to go on Love is Blind. True. Yeah, true. Netflix. Mm. Season three. Let's do it. Get your girl on. <laughs> Okay, well, while we're on the topic of dating, I'm kind of curious. Do you guys think that you're ready to make a connection or find yourself an ideal partner? Well, my pals at Seeking have a hypothetical question for us, and that's what's our idea of a perfect date? Think about it. Let's really take a moment to think about this. What is your idea of a perfect date? For me, it's a nice dinner with a great view. I'm talking good wine, delicious food, and an Insta-worthy scene. Whisk me away to somewhere great with a man that has an appetite for the finer things in life. Listen, we're dating up this year. It's time to go after everything our hearts desire because we deserve it. And the only way to get it is to believe that it's possible and then to go out and claim it. And Seeking is here to help. Here are Seeking's top four questions to ask yourself when trying to find the perfect partner. Question number one, what's your ideal date? Picture it in your head. And let's aim for something bigger than the two for 20 deal, okay? We're not trying to do some Groupon type of dating. Seeking is a safe space to be open about your dating desires, so let's go big. Question number two, how do you want someone to make you feel? Dating up means not giving up on finding a partner with all the qualities that you're seeking. I want someone to make me feel special, like I'm a prize. Cherish me and shower me in compliments. Make me feel like a prize. I'm a million-dollar diamond, like a real housewife of Beverly Hills. And listen, I want it all, and I want it now. Mm. Question number three, how do you want someone to feel about you? Listen, I want someone to feel like they've won the jackpot because, honey, I am a catch. I want someone to feel excited about waking up together every day and excited about the life that we're building. I want to feel like the perfect complement to an already rich life. And question number four, the final question, probably the most important question, is what is your end game? Think about where it is you want to go, where it is you want to end up, and start to build that roadmap. I'm building an empire, and I intend to have it all. I want the man. I want the family. I want the career. I want the life of luxury. I deserve it. You deserve it. We both deserve it. So why not go out and get it? 
Seeking allows you to do you. It was built to help attractive and successful people make connections that align with your personal interests and passions. But not only that, Seeking wants to help you realize, wait for it, that you're someone's dating desire too. So once you've wrapped your gorgeous little head around that knowledge, head over to Seeking.com, the premier dating website for successful and attractive singles. Guys, this is it. It's time to join Seeking.com. Head to Seeking.com now to start your profile. That's Seeking.com. So I know on The Circle, at the end of the season, there was a bit of a vibe between you and Mitchell. Have you guys kept in touch at all? Oh. And like, how hot and heavy did it get? Um, okay. So, when me and Mitchell were talking right after The Circle, obviously because he lives in America, the distance was just too much. But we stayed in contact. We FaceTimed every few days, for like a good few hours on the phone. And then when I went to America to do the Love is Blind promo, I was there for a week with Netflix. So when I was over there, I said to Mitchell, why don't we meet up and go out and stuff? And I ended up staying at his. And like, there there wasn't any sex, obviously, because he's a virgin. But we were very like hands on and I loved it. But I think there was a few signs where I was just like, I just don't think this is the right one for me. And I think that was the same with him as well. So since then we have spoken and you know what? I've still got, I still care for him. I still care that he's okay. And we still message and I still call him now and again. Um, But yeah. So how hot and heavy did it get then, considering he is a virgin? Like, people can define virgin in many different ways. And there are many different, you know, lines we can dance on and still remain <laughs> a virgin, technically. Yeah. I mean, it never went in the hole. Mm. But there was a naked shower. Ah. And yeah. he still remained a virgin after that? Yes, I know. I was so oh, upset. Yeah. See, if I were to ever be with a guy that's in a that, that's a virgin, like I would need to then have to be like the chosen one. I would be like on a mission to be like, no, I need you to validate me and to choose me as like the one that you're going to lose your virginity to. And then I'll ghost you tomorrow. But at least I know I got the validation. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> to be honest with you, like me and Mitchell, we had so many deep conversations. Yeah. So when we were speaking, I, I respected the fact that he was a virgin so much, so much to the point that I actually considered being in a relationship with Mitchell. Because I thought, you know what? I mean, I love sex. I love my back being blown out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a hoe and I love it. But Mitchell, because he's a virgin, I thought it, it might be a good thing for me. Yeah. It might be a test for me to actually fall in love with someone without having sex. That might be the main breaker for me. Like, could this be the one? Yeah, and it wasn't. <laughs> okay, what about Harry Jowsey? What about Harry Jowsey? Have we, has he broken anybody's back lately? I mean, obviously he's breaking a lot of backs, but like, have you guys ever taken no. it? No. There's no. such chemistry there. And when I had him on my show, he was so, he spoke so highly of you. Yeah, I mean, me and Harry, I love him so much. Like, he is he is one of my bestest friends. And I know we don't see each other all the time, but when I'm with him, I know that he's got me and I've got him. Um, his energy is just 
immense to be around. And I really pride myself in, in having friends that have got really good spirits because I just love being around people that make me feel good about myself. And Harry's one of those guys. But I mean, yeah, I mean, in the beginning, chemistry with me and Harry was really good. Obviously, I fancied him as a really handsome guy. But I mean, it kind of got to a point where it was like, I don't want to lose him out of my life because yeah. if I ever need him and called him or if ever I was in America, I know I could rely on him for advice and stuff because he's like really honest with me like about certain things. So I wouldn't want to ruin it by going any further with Harry. So I have to say of all the Netflix like stars that came out from like Two Out to Handle or The Circle, Harry is one of the smartest because he has maintained his celebrity and his fame and he continues to kind of stay very relevant. I feel like you're also one of the few that's remained relevant through it all and done it in a way that's not like super thirsty. Like, I don't know how close you are with Francesca, but I've always found her a little just too thirsty to handle for me. Um, So what do you think is the special sauce that you and Harry have been able to kind of tap into to stay relevant in in a way that makes you break out stars, but also continues to keep you top of mind for people. To be honest with you, I didn't even realize I was that relevant still. Really? Yeah, I just do me. I just do me. I am just myself. I'm honest. I never pretend to be something I'm not. Um, I never fake press to get in the limelight. I never, but then do you know what? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm just good at what I do. And I didn't realize that being a reality TV star was going to be my job when I was older. Yeah. So I couldn't prepare for it. And now I'm in it. I'm in it. So show after show with Netflix, I feel like I'm just me and it works. So if there's anyone that's looking to get into the industry or that's recently coming into the industry, there's no secret sauce. There's no secrets to keep you in the limelight. It's literally just being on top of your game and just being as humble as you can be. Yeah. And you've remained very humble. I will say I was watching some of your other interviews and you're just like, it's crazy that people still think that like I'm, you know, any like I'll show up here and people, a crowd will surround me. And she's and you're just like, I just think it's crazy that people like me or recognize me. Yeah, it's crazy. I even get it now yeah. when people come up to me and they're like, Chloe, can I have a photo? And I'm like, yeah, of course you can. <laughs> but yeah, it's just crazy. No, I'm the same way. If I'm at Target and somebody comes up to me and they're like, can I get a photo? I'm like, yes. Like, don't even like pretend like I'm going to I get ready for photos. Like I get ready because I want people to recognize me walking down the street. It, it's yeah. like such a fun high. Um, I mean, it doesn't happen that often, but, you know, on rare occasion, it does happen. Um <laughs> So what was it like when you were asked to join the circle? Because you were on Too Out to Handle and I was I would assume you're like at that point, okay, I did the reality show thing, but like what was the conversation coming onto the circle? Did you approach them? Did they approach you? Right. So I was I had no idea that the that the circle was casting. And I was at a spa with one of my friends. And what happened was I went outside to sit down with my cup of, cup of coffee and I got a phone call from one of the producers from Too Hot to Handle. And she was like, Chloe, I've got a job for you. And I was like, what do you mean you've got a job for me? And she said, oh, have you ever heard of The Circle? I said, no, I haven't. She said, right, it's one of the biggest Netflix shows. Um, we're doing the second season. I want you to be on it. And then after that, I rang my manager and said, 
can you like message this producer and like go back and forth and literally a couple of weeks later I was on the circle so it happened that quick it was just crazy so they approached you they wanted you to come on the circle yeah had you but you had not been familiar with the show at all before so you went in blind I went in blind yeah and I just thought I don't know what's going on what do I do and like I feel like that's the best advice I can give anyone that goes yeah. on the show don't do too much research because if you go in there knowing what to expect, then you're going to have an expectation of how to act, how to present yourself and like game playing. But I literally just wing it. I wing everything in my life and it just works. What did you want to be when you grew up? Because you were working at the fish shop and then uh, and then eventually you went into modeling and that kind of led to reality TV. But like, what did you think you were? Oh, you said you wanted to be a lawyer, right? Yeah, could you imagine? Oh my god! Leave you can still if Kim Kardashian's doing it, you can still do it. There's time. Hey, she Who's Kim Kardashian doing it. She just passed the bar. She studied. Wow. She just passed the bar. I mean, she hasn't started her own practice yet. She's doing like you know using her celebrity to help prison reform, but she passed the bar and she's ready. I mean, she can. She can go down that route fully if she ever wants to stop selling skims and skincare. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. To be honest with you, I studied law when I was at school for a year. And then it got to a point where I was just like, I really can't do this anymore. Because I like the role play. Yeah. I loved it. Because we would sit in the class and we would act that we were like lawyers and barristers and the judge was at the front. Um, and then when it comes to the written exam stuff, I'm so dyslexic at it. <laughs> So I had to just be like, listen, I'm sorry, I'm leaving. Um, but I got an A star in um, psychology. Okay. Maybe a therapist. Yeah, there's something in there. <laughs> I think there's a lot in there. Are... Yeah, when, I, when I was younger, I wanted to be a paramedic as well. Ah. Like an ambulance driver to like help people. Um, but yeah, that was one of my... My dreams when I was younger. I, I couldn't be that. far from that now. <laughs> Are you seeing anyone currently? Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm talking to someone. Okay. I am, I'm not going to say who, only because okay. it's really good at the minute. Um, but he's an actor. How did you guys meet? I DM'd him on Instagram. Oh, we slid into the DMs. <laughs> and he was receptive. <laughs> Yeah, conversation flowed, and I thought, okay, let's just roll with it. Um, but I mean, I'm still putting my feelers out to see if it's the right relationship for me. I mean, you can't go into it too trusting. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just seeing, seeing how it goes at the moment. So obviously, with every new relationship or new dating experience, you kind of have to look inward to break some of the old patterns that you had before. I think we're very good at recognizing red flags in other people. And we very rarely look at the red flags within ourselves and realize it takes two to tango. So even if a guy cheats on us, or even if a guy, you know, does whatever shitty thing in the relationship, like there was still a level of certain behavior that we were tolerating or red flags that we were ignoring. And that's, you know, on us. What would you say are the biggest red flags that you've recognized within yourself that you've kind of had to work through in order to be a better partner when it comes to dating? Um, red flags in myself. 
Hmm. Or just issues that you've seen come up within yourself that made you not the best partner that you're working on. Okay. So some of my many character defects would be lust. So I would tell someone I loved them after the first couple of weeks, thinking that I was in love with them, even if I wasn't. So I have to now have conversations with my friends like Nicole and say, listen, I think I love him. And she'd be like, Chloe, you've known him a day, like chill out. Yeah. So what I need to do from now onwards is kind of pull myself back and be not more reserved, but just understand my feelings a little bit more because sometimes I just jump into a relationship without thinking. Yeah. Another one of my red flags would be... I don't know. Just sometimes I get jealous. I do get jealous, not toxically jealous, but to the point where I'm just like, okay, if he wants to do that, I'm done. And then I leave the relationship. So I cut it off before it needs to be cut off sometimes. Do you think that sometimes um, sex can be a barrier towards long-term intimacy with someone because you jump right into that and maybe you kind of, because I know for me, sometimes it's like, oh, let's jump right into the sex. And then, you know, it kind of loses the chase a bit before we really kind of get to know each other. And that's just kind of a notch under the belt. And I kind of am able to just move on from there without really exploring that relationship further. Yeah, no, definitely. See, I get that. 100% and every relationship I get into I always say to my friends I'm gonna wait and then it never happens but I don't date a lot when I do date it's like I I just see before I meet someone I have to speak to them for a good few weeks so if I'm on the phone to them and I'm speaking to them for a good few weeks I'm so sorry can you hear the dog no do you want me to He's okay. I don't, I can barely hear him. Um, so I'll speak to someone for a good few weeks. And then when we meet, because we've had that chemistry over texts and phone calls, I'm just like, just come here. I just want to grab you and kiss you and have sex with you. Which isn't always a good thing. Because then that's when the I love you's come. Mm. No, but do you, but you genuinely believe that you love them in that moment. And that's why you're saying that, right? Or is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, that is so toxic. <laughs> you lead, I mean, listen, you lead with your heart and you can't be mad at somebody that leads with their heart and wears their heart on their sleeve. You just, you know, I think there's power in saying, I love you that the other person can receive. And maybe if you're not fully meaning that then obviously you know it can and lead to them you know getting heartbroken are you a heartbreaker i have been in the past Mm. i have been in the past and i was speaking about this on my podcast as well with nicole basically i recycle exes Mm. so i will end it with an ex and then i'll just go back for like sex See, but that can be fun too. It can be fun, but I mean, I feel like if I'm constantly tied to the past, how am I meant to move on? That's true. That's a good point. See, I'm in a situation right now where there is this guy that I've, we've talked maybe 
about five years now. Um, see, so I keep people around. I don't like act. I don't um, pursue a relationship, but I keep people in the rotation. I, I like to keep people around. I don't really like to introduce new people in. Um, we've never <laughs> officially dated because back in like before he didn't he wasn't out yet so he didn't want to start dating I was kind of like well I'm not going to be your dirty little secret like you know you figure your shit out and I'm I'm going to move on which I did but we always kind of kept in touch and would occasionally hook up um and then recently he started pursuing me and like we went on our first official like real date the other night and but the thing is for me I'm like I'm not in the same place that I was in Five years ago, whereas before five years ago, I wasn't, you know, I was still scrapping, trying to like figure my life out, whereas now my life's in a different place. And I found a little more confidence and power within myself. And um, five years ago, his accomplishments and his success and his age, like a lot of it was impressive to me, whereas now it's not impressive to me because I've earned some of those things for myself. And Mm -hmm. I'm realizing there isn't a lot of like physical chemistry there anymore even though we've had sex in the past I'm not like super physically attracted to him not in a bad way but just like it's like he's like a a cuddly teddy bear you know that's like it's sweet and endearing but I don't have like that insane spark with him um that I think I would have had five years ago had we been given the opportunity and now it's like now he really wants something and he's different and he you know took me out to like a restaurant and we went to the movies and like he's willing to be seen out with me and I'm like that's nice but I don't know if I'm in the same headspace as five years ago yeah and I'm like, but am I an asshole? Because now he like wants to, you know, wine and dine me and be nice. And, you know, I don't know. You're not an asshole. Not at all. To be honest with you, he's missed the boat and the ship sailed. Because I feel like I've had that with guys, right? There was this certain guy who I really, really liked. And I would go out to the club and we'd always hook up in the club. And then I'd go home and I'd always say to him, do you want to come back with me? Or do you want to go out on the weekend? Or do you want to go out during the week? So I would always ask him and he never asked me because I was that interested. I would push the boat out to get him to come with me. Anyway, he never did. Um, And then the more I stopped replying and was just like, do you know what? I'm done. Yeah. Now he's interested again. And he's like, oh, let's go for a date. And I'm just, I've got the ick. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I feel like my mindset's matured a little bit now and I know I deserve better than that. Yeah. And I know that if it was meant to happen, it would have happened. But because it hasn't, I'm now not interested. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, which I think is good because it's like you shouldn't be waiting around for somebody to want to see the value in you and then want to choose you, right? I mean, I, I understand why he didn't at the, at the time because obviously you said he wasn't out yet. Yeah. So I understand that. It's a little yeah. bit different. Um, but I mean, after five years, it's like you've changed a lot. Yeah. You've changed a lot. I'm not the same person I was five years ago, like at all. And my life is so different now. Um, and I'm just like, had it been five years ago, I think something could have, like for me, it's like, I'm also in the space of like, but he's a really nice guy. And he, I know if I pursued this, I could have a very good, nice, 
comfortable life where I know he would take care of me. But I'm also in a place where I'm like, I'm not in my early to mid 20s anymore where I want somebody to take care of me because I've now proven that I can take care of me all on my own. I can do all bad all by myself. So like I don't that to me, the success and the provider, you know, that isn't as attractive to me as it was before. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm, but am I losing out on a good connection? Because this is a good, nice guy that can provide me a good, nice life. No, I'm sorry. My mum knows me like the back of her hand, right? Whenever I say what you've just said to my mum, she'll go, nah. Chloe, do you want a good, comfortable life? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. She's <laughs> like, no, you don't. You want an amazing, exciting, action-filled life. Yeah. She said, you're not the type of person to just settle. And I know that. Yeah. And even though we've just met on this podcast, I love your energy. Thank and you. I can tell that you need more than just a good life. You want an exciting life. So on the flip side, though, there is a guy that I have massive chemistry with. Um but he's not exactly available right now. So I don't really touch that boundary. I'm like, listen, boundary wall, you know, whatever. But I'm also kind of like, is it like, why can't I find a guy that gives me this kind of energy and this kind of spark and this kind of excitement that's also sweet and also successful and also happens to be available? You know, I'm just like, you know, I have these two options right now and I need the two options to merge into one option that fits. Do you know what this sounds like? It sounds like you're in a feast at the moment. Oh, oh God. Babe. A sausage feast. You're in a feast. I mean, do you meditate? I do, every morning. Okay, good. Meditation. Do you pray? Are you religious or not? Um, I'm spiritual, so I, I do oh, pray, perfect. yes. So like higher power, all that stuff. Yeah. When I, whenever I get into a situation like that, I'm like, higher power, please reveal to me. Please show me the truth. Amen. And then one of them either fucks up, messes up, or the other one, it's more clear to me that one of them is better than the other or one of them is better suited to me. So just maybe go a week without speaking to any of them. I think I know the answer. I think I know the answer. I want to know the answer. I think it's not going to... Okay, so I think teddy bear guy... I think I want to, I want to end it right, but I know it's not going anywhere. And I know, like, I just know I'm not in the same place. I'm not like, there's no physical chemistry. Like when he kisses me, I just don't feel it, you know? And even the sex now to me is just like, I want to get through it. And I'm like, that's not what you deserve. You don't deserve somebody that just, you know, appeases you without giving you what you actually really want. So I think teddy bear guy, I think I have to, move on from that but like do it in a way that I would still like to remain like friends because I think that there we have a really good friendly relationship that we've maintained for the past couple of years um and then you know chemistry spark guy I think I need to walk away from that as well because it's not an option right now and it's not something that I can just sit around and wait for it to become an option in my head I'm like I think in like five years that could actually work out but now I'm like well this other guy I had five years ago that I was interested in I changed over those five years. So I think I need to walk away from both options and I need to walk in the direction of wanting that merger between the two in somebody else that just hasn't appeared yet. Don't ever play it safe. That is my motto. 
Mm, play with fire. Play with fire. No, don't play fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just be the fire. Yeah. I am the fire. I am. The, what do I bring to the table? I am the table. You are the bloody table. Own it. The table with the feast. Come and eat, baby. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so... Is this what we can expect from the new podcast, Bangin' with Chloe Veach? Is it dating advice? Is it sex tips? Is it, you know, give me the spiel? Because it just launched on June 14th. Give me the spiel on what people can expect from future episodes of Bangin'. Honestly, Bangin' is the ultimate dating sex. We want to hear your messiest ex stories. Mm. It's an opportunity for fans to also send in emails and be featured on the show. Um, I'm going to be grabbing all of the the best celebs to just dish. dish out their dirty little secrets. Yeah, dish out the famines and the feasts. Um, and I'm rubbish at advice. So if you want to come and get some really crappy advice, then come on Bangin' and listen. It's on the YouTube channel Bangin' and the Instagram page. Um, I'm really excited because it's my little baby. I've been working on it for ages. And as you know, like having your own podcast, I'm able to just be me. So I'm the rawest version of myself on the podcast because I want people to listen and to actually see the raw version of me. There's no filter. It's unfiltered. Yes. See, (laughs) and that's the thing. Like, I feel like on Too Hot to Handle, we didn't really get to see much of your personality, which is what I loved of watching you on The Circle is we really got to see more of that personality. But even then, it's an ensemble show that we only get a few minutes of you every single episode where what I love about the podcast is it's like people get you completely the good, the bad, the messy, you know, the real, the raw, the funny, like all of it. Yeah, definitely. And I, I love being open and honest Mm. with everything in my life. Like there's no secrets. You're only as sick as your secrets. And like one thing that I really pride myself in is like trying to help people and trying to get rid of certain stigmas. So like vibrators or having sex on the first date, or I don't know, pregnancy before marriage, stuff like that. Like I want to talk about everything and just get rid of all the stigmas and get opinions of other celebs and just give the best advice we can on the sex and dating. Um, but yeah, I, the first episode is out now and I'm really, really excited to see how it goes because banging is definitely going to be, it's going to be a hit. I can tell. Do you, is there a possible that we may see Mitchell on banging? You will definitely see Mitchell on Banging. I'm actually going to fly out to America and interview a good few people out there to get the best sex and dating stories and all the hookup stories that we want um, when I'm in America. I love that. Mitchell and the crew. Yeah. I love it. It could be awkward, but we need it. I think we need Mitchell, though, because he's a virgin or is he still a virgin? Is he dating anyone? He's still a virgin. See, is he waiting until marriage? Like, what is he waiting for? He's waiting until marriage. Uh, But don't you think, like, I always think you need to bang somebody before you decide whether or not you want to spend the rest of your life with them. Because, like, sex is a big piece of a relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's exactly what I think. But I respect it. Yeah. I really respect it. Because when he does have sex with someone, 
it's going to be banging. I mean, hope- it's going to be quick. He's going to learn need to learn the stamina. He's going to need some to get some delay spikes. He's going to be like it's yeah. the first time he's going to need to build Mitchell, some endurance. Mitchell's got a massive penis. Really? Why do so many of the guys on these shows have massive dicks? Like, <laughs> like is that like a prerequisite when Netflix is cast? You know, like we need to know the size. No, but on some of the shows that I've been on, they've always had this weird process before we go on, asking, have we ever had a threesome? And like, how many guys have you slept with? I'm like, bitch, why do you need to know that about me? That's personal. Right. Just get me on the show. Right. And then I'll don't need- <laughs> bang them all. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I think it's I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching you on Netflix. I hope there are a lot more Netflix shows to come. And listen, I'm rooting for this DM actor guy. I'm keeping my fingers crossed because we need okay. to, we need to see Chloe in a nice, healthy, happy relationship. I can't wait to continue listening to Bangin' with Chloe Beach, which is available now on all podcast platforms, guys, and available on YouTube, on the Bangin' YouTube channel. So everyone needs to go and give that a subscribe. Leave Chloe a good review on Apple Podcasts because we love nice reviews on Apple Podcasts. And where can they keep up with you, Chloe? They can keep up with me on Chloe Beach Official on Instagram, and it's Chloe Beach on TikTok. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. I love you all. Thank you. See, Chloe just gives me like good, kind affirmations, and I love that. Thank you guys for listening to hashtag No Fields with Zach Peter. That's me. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the podcast if you don't give a shit about me, but you want all the latest reality tea. Go and follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach, and be sure to subscribe on YouTube and on all podcast platforms because we release three episodes weekly: Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we've got a lot more juicy tea to be spilled. I hope you order some No Filter wine at NoFilterWine.com. That way, we can get Liddy City to together all summer long head over to nofilterwine.com and until then i'm gonna go binge some more netflix shows and try to get some juice out of chloe about some of these upcoming guests that she's gonna be planning on this podcast be sure to subscribe banging with chloe beach all right guys love you mean it talk to you later bye